Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Tuesday, uh, June 2nd. Um, I'm coming to you this morning uh, heavy-hearted for many reasons. Um, One is the um, racial unrest in our country. Um, And I want to address that in um, upcoming episodes um, and then in the sermon this upcoming Sunday, um, I want to talk about um, what the scripture says the role of the church is in systemic injustice. Um, but this morning, or rather yesterday morning, we learned that um, one of our covenant members, Markeisha Reed, um, died in a car accident. Um Markeisha is, um, was a young lady, um, who was baptized at city church, um, came to, um, definitely deepen her relationship with Christ and following Christ, live with families in our church, was a, uh, vibrant part of, um, our community. Many of you knew and loved Markeisha. Um, she was known for, uh, the cakes that she made, um, with intricate detail. Um, but one of the things that I appreciated so much about Markeisha, um, is she, um, was a young black woman that, um, stayed with our church and was committed to our community, something that we, um, so desperately needed in many ways, Markeisha embodied, um, um, city church and who we are. And I'm thankful for her life morning with her uh with her family today um hopefully for all our covenant members you should have received an email yesterday afternoon about markeisha um and we we will have information about um her funeral services etc as we move forward and um, information about how you can bless her family um so today is a heavy day uh, for all of those reasons Um, And it reminded me of a passage that I just want to share with you briefly today and um, also um, then call us into prayer. And then my hope as we move through the rest of this week and into the sermon on Sunday is that um, we seek the Lord in um, our role in systemic injustice and racism um, and what we can do about it. Uh, today, the passage is going to be 2 Corinthians chapter 2, um, verse 14 through 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 through 17. This is what it says. But thanks be to God, who always leads us in Christ's triumphal procession, and through us spreads the aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. For to God, we are the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To some, we are an aroma of death leading to death, but to others, an aroma of life leading to life. Who is adequate for these things? For we do not market the word of God for profit like so many. On the contrary, we we speak with sincerity in Christ as from God and before God. And that is the word of the Lord from Paul's um, second letter to the Corinthians. Um, This passage today 
meets me in the heaviness of this moment. Um, it feels like there is a thick blanket of sin and death on me right now, on many of you with um, still in the in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I think about the deaths of Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd, um, the suicide of um, Darren Patrick, a, a pastor who whose ministry had um, affected me in some ways, um, and then also um, Markeisha's death, and it just feels like Good Friday, um, death and darkness. The beauty of Good Friday is this passage. Good Friday is good because it anticipates a resurrection. In fact, it is a doorway to a resurrection. Um, and this passage speaks to that and when, when Paul writes in the middle of his heaviness, but thanks be to God who always leads us in Christ's triumphal procession and through us spreads the aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Listen to this, the triumphal procession of Christ, um, this, is a, this is an illusion, uh, a illusion, not an illusion, not like magic, but alluding to something. This is an allusion to um, the way that uh, Roman uh, Caesars and emperors would go about parading their sort of victory and authority when they had won battles. They would have a triumphant procession. So think a, a parade where everybody sort of marches through and, and declares how great the Caesar is and how, how great his um, sort of military exploits are. And they would have all of the things that um, are the sort of the slaves that, the, um, that they brought back from war and the spoils that they brought back from war. And Paul, speaking to this church in Corinth, says, you know those triumphant, triumphal processions that you've seen by the Caesar, by the Roman government? He says, listen to me. Christ has one of those two. And yet chained to Christ, sort of the spoils, the, the, the servants that he is bringing back are death and sin and evil. And as the triumphal procession would come through town and would announce the greatness of the Caesar, likewise, Christ's triumphal procession, it says, spreads through, um, through us, spreads the aroma of the knowledge of God. So picture yourself in a parade with Christ at the center. And because he has conquered death and because he has conquered sin, now the aroma, the smell the presence, the awareness of the presence that God is king, that Christ is king and has conquered will go out through us, the parade members. And Paul goes on to talk about the heaviness of this role, even though it's a beautiful role, it's a heavy role because he says to some, we are the aroma of life, meaning some people get it. Some people feel it. Some people see it. And to some, we are the aroma of death meaning a sort of call to a cross or to submission to God sounds to them like death. And then in this, this, this really expresses the way I'm feeling as a, as a pastor right now, as a Christian right now, who is adequate for these things? Who can handle this heaviness? Who can handle this heaviness? And then Paul ends with this. We do not market the word of God for profit. We're not going to take advantage of the word of God 
It's going to guide us. It's going to be our light. Thy word is a light into my feet and a lamp into my path. It is not a means of making a profit. Instead, we speak with sincerity in Christ as from God and before God. You, t- you hear him talking about the presence of God as we don't just use the word of God for our advantage. And this has a lot to say about privilege, how we use our power. For those of you who are white in this country, do you use the word of God to protect you or do you use it? You let it speak. You let it out like a lion. Who is adequate for these things? I've found myself as a pastor in these last days I'm feeling weighed down by a lot of decisions that have to be made and how to lead and asking that question, who is adequate of these, for these things? But I'm reminded here at the end of this passage the word of God is not for my profit to be peddled like cheap snake oil. Rather, I can speak with sincerity in Christ in the presence of God and trust that I'm joining in a triumphal procession. This blanket of death in our city, on our church, This blanket of death and sin is only preceding what I believe is a resurrecting revival. And so let's pray that way as as we also think about and pray for Markeisha's family and thank God that Markeisha, because she was a part and is, will be a part of this triumphal procession, that she is safe with Jesus. Let's be silent and pray. Heavenly Father, our hearts are heavy today, especially because of our sister Markeisha and her death. Father, thank you that she is with you right now, more fully aware of your presence. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness to Markeisha. Thank you for her commitment and faithfulness to our church. Thank you, Father. For this hope that even though we feel the weight of death and sin on us right now, we know that we are free. We know that you have defeated sin and death and that there is a way that you are leading us to be your aroma. Father, help us as we pursue justice and beauty. Help us to remember that we are the aroma of Christ. And that doesn't always mean a positive reception because to some, we're the aroma of death. Yet, Father, to so many connected to you, bearing fruit as we are connected to the vine, yes, to so many we can be the aroma of life. Now, Father, give us eyes to see boldness and faith to carry out in obedience your calling to us to be the aroma of Christ to a watching world. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.